Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. All right, you guys, something very exciting. As many of you know, we spent most of 2023 building and enhancing our membership. It was a new offering that we created to support you in all of your health and wellness needs. And it's finished. We have it completely built out. We have countless courses in there. We have the entire therapeutic yoga library in there. So hours and hours and hours of on-demand therapeutic yoga videos for you. We have my signature health coaching course, Arden Activate in there, as well as a workbook that goes along with it. We also have health and wellness master classes that cover specific areas of health and wellness that are exclusive to member. So you can't get them anywhere outside of the membership. So here's what we've decided to do to better support you, make this membership as accessible as possible. The new price of the membership starting December 1st is $39.99 a month. You heard that right. So for less than $40, you get unlimited access to all of our courses inside of the membership. So go ahead Go to the show notes, click on the membership, join us today, and drastically change your health and wellness. Bye. Welcome back to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. In today's episode, you guys, we're going to be talking about movement, one of my favorite topics, as you know. But... I'll be really honest with you. I have a love-hate relationship with movement. There's a certain movement that I love that my body really gravitates towards. And then there's movement that I don't enjoy doing. I don't like to think about it. I don't enjoy it while I'm doing it. But I'm always happy and proud of myself when I'm done. So there you have it. And I know that it's necessary for my health and my longevity. So I'm going to be talking today about exactly what I do. So if you're like Kira, enough with the vague stuff because you don't want to be prescriptive. I get it. But you guys know why I don't go into detail about everything I do because what I do works for me. And most of my clients don't have, they don't do what I do because it wouldn't be appropriate for them. I have clients that do things that would not be appropriate for my health and wellness and my body and what, you know, my my age, um, being a female, you know, all my hormones, I wouldn't thrive the same. So that's one of the reasons that I don't talk personally um, or in detail a lot about specifically what I do in my own health and wellness routine. It's not because I'm gatekeeping um, or I don't want to share. It's just, I don't, I want you all to, anytime you see things online, anytime you hear what someone's doing and what's working for them. I want you to take it as ideas and inspiration. And then I want you to work out the details um, and the kind of more prescriptive aspect of your health and wellness routine. I want you to work that out with someone who is professionally trained to do that with you and guide you. So that's my disclaimer for today's episode. But 
I also personally in my health and wellness, I like to see what other people are doing, especially in seasons where I want to switch things up. I get inspiration. I get ideas. Um, So there's nothing wrong with looking at what other people are doing. You just have to make sure that you customize it for yourself and make sure that what is working for someone else, if it's just not a good fit for you and if you're not seeing positive results or if it's something that you can't stick to, that's when we need to go back to the drawing board and figure out how can we customize something to your needs, to your life, to your body, to your age um, so that you're seeing positive outcomes and it's adding to your overall health and wellness and longevity. So back in August, I did a life update episode where I just talked about wrapping up the summer. I talked about what my health and wellness routine looked like over the summer per our schedules and what was going on with work and what I had planned on doing in the fall to switch it up. I'm very seasonal in my health and wellness. If you have been with me for any amount of time, whether it be a friend, a follower, or a client, I am very quarterly in my health and wellness. The reason for that is um, I personally think that shifting my health and wellness seasonally sets me up for better outcomes and long-term success and consistency because what works for me in the winter might not work for me in the spring because my schedule is going to look different. The weather's different. What my body likes and craves in different seasons shifts a lot. And so that's why I like to always, for me personally, speak in seasons because I've just learned that that is what works for me. So I guess it was maybe a month ago, I don't know, I'd have to look back at episodes, I did kind of a life update. And I specifically talked about my movement and how I was not doing the workouts that I said I was going to do. So I had talked about in that episode that, well, back in August, let me back up. So one of my goals for the fall, okay, was to shift my workouts from the afternoon to the mornings. I listed all of the metabolic and scientific reasons why it would be more optimal and beneficial for me to do it in the mornings. I also talked about the just wildness, honestly, that is our schedule right now after school and in the evenings because of our children's life and sports and running the streets to get them everywhere they need to go. And so because of that, I thought mornings would just be better get it, get it over with, get up, get it done. And, and that was going to be the ticket per the follow-up episode. If you've listened to it, I didn't do it. Mornings seemed like a really good idea on paper and it just didn't work. And I always say this, but the goal and the action And the plan that you're actually going to be able to do is the better plan. It might not be as pretty. It might not look good online. It might not even be, you know, it might not even be the the absolute best long-term or indefinite plan, routine, action. But it doesn't, if you're not doing it, it doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter what the goal is if, if it's not obtainable or achievable. And so, 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m. workouts were not working for me. They weren't working for my household. And so what I realized is I actually get the workouts done most of the time in the afternoon. 
Sometimes I have to shorten them. Sometimes the time has to vary because if I've got an afternoon coaching call or if the kids have to be picked up from school later. But what I learned is I'm more likely to navigate those and at least get them done in some capacity than I was the mornings. So after that episode went out, I had multiple messages that were like, great, Kira, we know you're working out in the afternoons. What do you do? What do you do? And so that's what I'm going to talk to you about today is what I actually do in my workouts right now. So again, this is not prescriptive and I will switch this up. Winter things shift right now. It's fall. And so come January, this will probably look a little bit different. I like a routine, but I also like to shift things when things are getting stale or they're not working or I'm getting burnout. So figuring out that balance of consistency, but also being willing to change when you need to. So what I'm doing right now is not because I came up with it. It's it's not very, it's honestly not super complicated, but Peter Atia, who is a medical doctor that specializes in the long, in the science of longevity, he talks about this and he is I don't want to say he prescribes this, but this is a suggestion of his that you can implement that works well because not only does it give you your strength and conditioning components, but it also gives you the cardiovascular movement and exercise that you need for longevity and for heart health. And so I just honestly didn't feel like coming up with a plan on my own. I clearly can do that. We're just, I'm doing so many other things with my brain. I was in one of those moments where I was like, somebody just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, And another thing you guys know that I really like is I like to take my health and wellness advice from people who actually have a background in education and health and wellness. I'm really not one to take my health and wellness advice too seriously from people who don't have any credentialing. He does. So I thought, he's already done the research for me. I'll give it a go. So what I'm doing, and I've kind of switched it up a little bit to help with my schedule, is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 30 minutes of cardio, and then mobility work. So, and then sometimes I'll add in weights. I I like to just finish off with weights. I don't do I don't do a a really long stretch of weight work, but I like to, I like to finish off with weights because I'm already next to my weights, my treadmills right next to them. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday is cardio, 30 minutes. What I do for cardio, because I do not run because my back cannot handle it. I tried running right after I had Willow and I did, I did training. I did all of these things because I loved the idea of running and my spine felt like it was going to fall out of my body. I was in so much pain all the time. My, because of my back injuries, I just can't handle the impact. So what I have found works really great for me in this season is the treadmill. We got a treadmill last year and because, you know, winter, it gets dark early. We, I don't live in a neighborhood. And so when I do do outside anything, it's through fields and w- trails that we have in the woods. So it, that's just not always the best option for me seasonally. So last year we got a treadmill and I love it. I love it. What I do is I do a very brief warm up, and meaning just walk fast. And then ab- after about three, four minutes, I will crank up my speed to about, about 3.1, 
3.3 is about as fast as I can go um, because just my stride, I'm, I'm only 5.5. Five, so I, ca- I can't go any faster than that or I feel like I'm going to triple myself. But here's where, if you're like, here, that's not fast at all. What are, what are you even talking about? Here's the kicker. I crank the incline up pretty consistently the whole time I'm on there to where the last probably 10 minutes, I'm at a 15% incline, which is the highest incline the treadmill has. I don't know if that's universal to treadmills, at least my treadmill, that's the highest it goes. So I get on there, I start walking. I'm usually listening to a podcast. Sometimes I'll just do it in silence because remember I'm doing this in the afternoons because that's the best time for my schedule. It also breaks up the workday and kind of lets me close out my day. And then once I'm done with my workout, I'm just gonna mom and do all of our household things. So I'll get on the treadmill. Probably the first three minutes is is a decent walk, but it's not anything that's, you know, really, really going to exhaust me. And then I will gradually turn up the incline. I don't go super gradually. I'll start off at like a three or a five. Then I bump it up to nine. Then I bump it up to 10. Then I finish off really strong the last probably 10 minutes at the highest incline. And it gets me to the point where I can talk, but I am winded. So I could have a conversation with you, but I'm very, very breathy. And I probably a couple of times would go, hang on, I need to catch my breath. Okay. So that that's the feeling when I say I'm doing cardio Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's the cardio for my body that I'm going after is can I hold a conversation, but am I pretty winded while I do it? And then I'll usually just obviously turn the incline down, hop off, I'll stretch, even though Monday, Wednesday, Friday is not definitively weight work days, I still typically, like I said, because my weights are right there, I'll usually just do a little bit of weight work. And so then that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then Tuesday, Thursdays is going to be my weight work day. So that's going to be where I do weights. It's also the days that I'm in the studio working with clients, my yoga therapy clients. And so those days I'm I'm automatically just because of working with them and demonstrating and showing people what I need them to do, I'm going to get mobility in there. So typically in the afternoons when I come home, I'm pretty well warmed up because I've already been doing a lot of spinal extension. I've already been doing mild stretching. I've already been doing a lot of mobility stuff. So I can pretty much hit the ground running there, meaning it doesn't take me a ton of time because I've already done a lot of mobility stuff in the studio that day maybe an hour before. So I'll usually do just a quick warm up. I'll do a standing cat cow to move my spine and my pelvis to get my hamstrings nice and mobile. I'll do some gentle forward folds. Again, none of this is prescriptive. This is what works for my body. And remember, I am a I'm a yoga therapist. I have extensive education in anatomy and physiology and kinesiology. So if you're unsure of what you need to do for your body, don't 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 do any of the stuff I'm telling you. This is, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm telling you what I do. So I'll warm up a little bit, move, and then typically I will do weights. I'm a huge fan of weights. I have resistance bands that I'll do sometimes, but I like weights. Um, I like to do step-ups on my weight bench. So just a lot of things to strengthen my body. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so grateful that I have such a long-standing history with yoga because I started lift, I started doing weight work the last few years just because hormonally and with my age, um, I just... 
weight, body weight work alone wasn't enough. It wasn't, it just, I needed a little bit more, but because I was, I was so in tune with my body and the micro movements in my body from years of yoga practice, I found that doing weight work was really doable from a safety standpoint because I knew exactly what I was trying to feel in my body. For example, I know exactly what movements to do with weights to feel my hamstrings. So if I'm saying I want to strengthen hamstrings, I know exactly what that what they feel like in my body because I've done so many years of yoga. So I'm so in tune with my body in the small details of my body entering a season of heavier weights has felt good and it's felt safe because I know exactly what areas of the body I want to be feeling things in, meaning I know where I know what a feeling in a joint is versus the belly of a muscle. So that's my shameless plug on even if you're wanting to enter a season of weights and strength in your movements and in your exercise, yoga doesn't need to go away because yoga can be your recovery. It can also be your mobility work, but it also can keep you really in tune with your body and where you're feeling what so that you can avoid injury. So I'll usually do whatever area of the body I'm targeting. And I only do like 15 minutes. I don't do Oh, I don't do these long, long stretches of weight work. So that's Monday, Tuesday. And then on the weekend, and it doesn't matter if it's Saturday or Sunday, I leave that very flexible because I want to make sure that depending on our schedule, I have wiggle room. Remember, the goal that you're act the goal that you're actually going to do is the one you need to pick. If it sounds really good, but it's not obtainable, then why are we doing it? right? Why is it on our paper? Why did we write it down? So I have a lot of flexibility Saturday or Sunday, and this is an hour of cardio. So remember how, when I was talking about the treadmill, I was saying, I want to be winded. I want to be able to have a conversation, but I want to be somewhat winded. So this is the same thing that I will do on the weekend, but maybe I'll, I'll have little bursts of pushing myself harder. So last weekend, what we did is Sunday, I asked our son, I said, Hey, will you go on a walk with me? I need to do a full hour of cardio. And he was like, yes. So what we did is we did a really, really long walk out where we live. There's a cow farm across the street and the cow farm is on a hill. And so the drive to go up that is a really, really crazy incline. So we walked all across the farm and then to the cow houses and then back. And it was like 40 minutes. And and that was with a good pace walk. And so then when we got back, I just finished off a few minutes to kind of get closer to that hour mark. And that was the hour of cardio. And I also got to spend time with my boy. We got to chat. We got to be outside together. And so it's it was very multi-purpose. So let's talk a little bit about, well, what happens if you get sidetracked on your routine or your structure of that. Meaning, well, what happens if I don't get to do, you know, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday cardio, and then the Tuesday, Thursday of weights, then I just roll it over. Honestly, I just roll it over. Flexibility and obtainability and making sure things are doable is the most important thing. And so I'm not going to get super wound up if I can't do it. Like, for example, 
this week it'll be fine. Thursday is kind of a crazy day. It's a little bit trickier. I might just have to roll over my weight work to Saturday. You know, instead of having that day off, I might just need to do 20 or 30 minutes of weight work to make sure I get it in. So we want to make sure that we're not avoiding and we're not honoring our commitments to ourselves and we're not being lackadaisical. The only time we want to do that is if truly if something comes up, if a, if a larger and more important commitment has to go in that time slot and in that space, okay, things happen. But where can I find time in the next 72 hours to make sure that I roll that workout, that cardio, that weight work in? And then outside of that, I'm still always fluidly adding in mobility work and functional movement and yoga. Like I said, it's it's pretty doable and, it, and honestly easy. And I don't like to use the word easy in health and wellness. I think simple is a better word. But for me, yoga at this point in my life is pretty easy to work in. Like I'm looking across the computer right now and there's a yoga mat and a strap there. I have them at my studio. I'm sure we have one in the house somewhere. And so it's asking my body to get in those shapes is so second nature to me. I don't have to put as much effort there. And so that's the reason I don't have definitive mobility and yoga times structured into that because those are the easiest things for me to do without having to plan. And so what I thought for me was going to be more important was to structure out the things that I don't like as much and that I'm way more likely to avoid and to put other things in its place because I don't like cardio. I don't like it, guys. I just don't. I don't enjoy it while I'm doing it. I'm like, how many more minutes do I want to cut this three minutes short? That's me in my human flesh, just completely not wanting to do the hard thing. But every time I get done with it, I'm so glad I did. I'm proud of myself for doing something that I said I was going to do. But I have to, I really do have to be more structured and I have to be a lot more diligent to make sure those things are carved out. I have a structured time for it and then it happens. Yoga for me is a lot easier to just kind of, you know, whenever I've got five minutes here, this feels good. I'll do this. So I just don't, I don't factor that in as much. And this is what I'm going to be doing. My plan is to do this throughout the holidays. Like I said, I always switch things up seasonally if I need to. If something's working, I'll continue it. But if I see that I'm things are just getting a little bit trickier to maintain or I'm getting bored with it, I'll fine tune it just a little bit. But this is definitely something that I'm going to be doing throughout the holidays and who knows, probably even the winter, to be honest. So... That is my movement routine, what I do throughout the week from a movement and exercise standpoint. It is so much less exciting than you probably thought it was going to be, but you guys have asked me a lot, just like you guys asked me what I eat in a day. And so I'm just giving the people what they want. You asked there's my boring workout routine, but simple's better. Simple, doable, obtainable, measurable, timely. Those are the things that we're actually going to consistently do. Those are the things that we're going to have the most success with. And then those are the things that are going to build up our confidence because we can say, I showed up. I did what I said I was going to do. 
So I would encourage you all to play around, figure out what's going to work for you, and most definitely find someone that has an expertise in that area, that is credentialed, is educated. They can help support you. They can help guide you. They can help facilitate a plan for you and get you going. And that's what, you know, that's what we all need. We all need a little bit of support. We all need a little bit of guidance. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know what you're doing. I love hearing what other people are doing in their health and wellness. So if you have things that have been working for you and you've been doing it for a while or even new things that you're trying out and you're excited about it and you want to share it, let me know in the comments. You can let me know via social media. Send us a message. We want to know. We're proud of you. I think that's all for today, you guys. So... Until next time, thanks for listening to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast with me. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Did you know that as a listener of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast, you get 15% off of any of our programs and courses? Yes, any of them. Look down at today's show notes. You'll see the discount code for listeners. You can apply that at checkout and get 15% off. All right, you guys, that's a wrap for another episode of the Arden Yoga Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means the world to me. If you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on today, it would be really, really appreciated. It helps other people find out about the podcast. It helps us continue to grow. If you would also take a screenshot of today's podcast on your phone, share it on your social media, tag us, we'll share it. That's another way that you can help support the podcast and help more people find out about all of the conversations that we're having around health and wellness. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Bye guys.